Hello and welcome to Monday Movie Munchie Madness. This is your co-host Michael reminding you as always that this podcast does contain spoilers. So if you haven't seen Atomic Blonde and you plan on seeing Atomic Blonde and you don't want any of the twists and turns of this spy thriller ruined for you, why don't you uh, take a little listen at one of our other casts or uh, I don't know, go out and see the movie so you can listen to this one. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Munchie Movie Monday Madness. I'm Nick Owen. I'm here with Michael. Hello. He's here. Um, how are you, Michael? Uh, maybe I'm a double agent. You don't even know. <laughs> maybe you are. Hard to tell. Hard to tell how I am because it's hard to be honest with my feelings when I'm caught up in spy games. Okay, before we get into the movie, a little trailer talk here for you. Trailer talk. I like it. Um... I'm so sick and tired of seeing uh, the Kingsman trailer. I know you are. I've seen it like ten times by now, and I'm not going to see the movie. I'm out on the movie. Out. Uh, I just, I've seen the movie, because I've seen the trailer about twelve times. What specifically bothers you? Everything. The fact that I didn't see the first one. I'm not going to see the first one. I'm not going to see this one. Uh, I don't know, it's just the same trailer that I've seen week after week. We got a different one today. We did. Which was a little better. It had some chain Tatum, but um, I'm still not going to see it. They kind of revealed there's going to be a, what was it, Statesman? Which is like the American Kingsman or something? I don't know. I didn't see the first one, so. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I can't speak on that. <laughs> it's but like some fashion. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just tired, of, <laughs> tired of seeing the same trailer over and over. Yeah. That's how I know it's going to be bad is because uh, they just keep pumping. Like, every tr- movie gets this trailer before it. Yeah. Um, yeah. This movie's terrible, so we gotta, push it. we got to market it like crazy. It's like last night I was out at dinner, and I wanted to order the crab cakes as a starter. Sure. And the server was, like, pushing the shrimp hard. And you know if the push the, if she's pushing the shrimp hard, it's probably because the shrimp's about to expire. Yeah. You don't they actually gotta get rid of that it. shrimp. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're trying to sell the shrimp so hard. Yeah, exactly. So that that shrimp is basically the Kingsman trailer. Yeah, in this analogy. Yeah. They're just pushing it way too hard. <laughs> yeah, not good. Yeah. Um, this week we saw Atomic Blonde after sitting through that trailer. Yeah. Um, what did you think of the movie? Well. Uh, <clears throat> I uh, was going into it expecting sort of a James Bondish um, sort of deal. I, I liked the trailers to the movie. You gave it a, you predicted a six. It did predict a six. Um, that's, a, I mean, that's pretty aggressive in my mind for you. Yeah, it was. Seems like you're I expecting mean, like pretty good things. Especially you predicted a four. Um, I was, I was expecting pretty good things. I mean, to be honest with you, I think it lived up to all of my expectations. Um, it was, they didn't play that Kanye song, but they played in the trailer. <laughs> no. And it actually got me thinking in the middle of the movie that, uh, or I don't know if it was during the trailers or in the movie, but, um, it's a thing where people like play these songs in trailers, but they're not actually in the movie. Yeah. That is a thing. It's a weird thing. Yeah. Can they still put it on the thing. soundtrack? Probably I hope not, right? Oh, I don't know. I was going to say, I hope so, but. I hope not. You hope not. Yeah. That's not fair. Yeah, it's cheating. That's yeah. true. Um, 
So the, yeah, that song was not in it. In no, the, this this movie was. Uh, I think what stood out to me the most. I mean, obviously it's an, it's an action spy thriller um, with a female um, protagonist, and um, for all those reasons, like it's it's sort of. You know, we haven't seen a movie like this in a little while. I was thinking, like, I think The Man from Uncle is the last movie I can kind of compare this to. Yeah, um, I still never watched that. Yeah, but sort of like a female Jason Bourne, but a little bit more like with like that baby driver slant where they, the music kind of try to makes like a big appearance in the movie. Tries and stuff. to make it a little more fun. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. This was a lot of punk rock from the 80s in this movie. Was it punk rock? No, it was like terrible 80s songs. It was that, both, yeah. That, uh, well, they played London Calling at the end of the movie. That was the only punk they played. That's true. Otherwise, it was just like terrible 80s songs that they remixed terribly into dance songs from the 80s. Yeah. And that, that, I mean, that was a big problem I had with the movie. It was like the, the soundtrack was so hyped up and um, it, it was like, you know, the, like you said, trying to be like Baby Driver, where it's like a big part of the movie. This is the soundtrack. Right. But they didn't actually try that hard to like match it up with the action no, they just sort of every song songs. yeah and every song was terribly like placed for each action scene um yeah it the, started at awkward times yeah and the last the last action scene didn't even have any music to it the really long one yeah yeah uh i thought that was kind of weird when that but uh, remember no, that no, one? I, I had a, like the music was bad like they're trying to be like oh this was like i don't know like I said, it was just already bad 80s songs that they remixed into terrible dance songs. Well, so they, they had that one part where the, the guy brings out the boombox. Like, yeah. And, and then he <laughs> makes the down, guy dance. He makes the guy dance. So then he, he starts playing that 99 Red Balloons, the original, like the German version or whatever. 99 Luft Balloons. Yeah. Something like that. And I'm pretty sure he, he started it at like a random part of the song, like sort of in the middle-ish of the song. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It just seems like an awkward place to start a song. Well, I think that's how, just how like cassettes work in general, right? Yeah, but it's like a movie, you know. It just the, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like they like you said you didn't even like really the music that they chose. Yeah. And I, I, I agree with you. There was weird choices with all those remixes, and like the way that they used it didn't really work either. No, the the one song I did kind of enjoy. I don't know what it's called. <clears throat> um, but it was in that uh, one action scene where they played it from the trailer where she's like jumping out of the window. With right. The, um, the song was like super slow. And yeah. still didn't really fit with the uh, the scene. Yeah. I like the song. But um, I don't know. It, that's it that's just, the scene where she attacks like nine policemen with a garden hose and takes out all of them. Yes, exactly. And then uses up. the garden hose to swing down two flights of stairs, yeah. anchored to a guy's neck on <laughs> the fourth floor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was a pretty cool scene. The, the action scenes in this movie were good. They were very well done. Yeah. They, they, were, they reminded me a lot of some of the more, maybe like the second Bourne movie. I feel like that one had the best sort of action scenes in it. Yeah. Where he has like these long fighting scenes where people are getting like pens poked into their necks and shit, and like people are getting stabbed multiple times and shot and like still fighting. Oh yeah, there's like one of those every few minutes in this movie where one of the bad guys just like will not die. Yeah, like he's gotten stabbed with like seventeen different things, and then 
yeah. shot a couple times, but still like ends up on the hood of her car. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Running down the street. And even then she has to shoot him and then run him over just to get yeah. rid of him. <laughs> Exactly. It's like, a, like that story of Rasputin, you know, where he just won't die. This keeps getting shot. Please tell me the story. Oh, I don't know for sure. But this Rasputin was like, was he a spy or something? Now I gotta look up the story of Rasputin. Oh, uh, you don't have to. It's okay. But anyway, he's a he's a Russian guy. Like Rasputin music. Yeah, I get, like I get it. Yeah, yeah, like Rasputin music. He just like <laughs> this guy keeps getting like. Uh, I think he was a spy, a holy man. It says here on Wikipedia. He had a religious conversion. Well, I don't know. Maybe it wasn't a spy. But he kept getting... When they tried to kill him, he got, like, shot and stabbed and, on, like, drowned and, and, like, survived. He was very hard to kill. Anyway. Yeah. And these guys were Russian. So maybe it's, like... Uh, maybe it's in their blood. Don't think... Very hard to kill a Russian. Yeah. I don't think that was, like... Or were they Russian? Way. There were a lot of... Some of them were Russian. Some of them were Russian. Some, some of them were German. German. Some of them were... English? English? Or American? Yeah, both. Oh, that was a big oh, spoiler. Whoa, spoiler. Whoa. <laughs> Hot mic. You're, you all heard the spoiler warning. Yeah, it's a good thing. Uh, all right. <laughs> there's a lot more to say about this movie. Well, where do we begin? Let's see. Yeah, you, you ranked it a six. Where, where are you going with that? You know, as, as a final product. As I was watching it, I was pretty entertained. I did yawn kind of a lot. Some of those fight scenes were sort of long. It didn't... Uh, I didn't notice it. So yeah. it wasn't as bad as Planet of the Apes. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. I was, I, was, I, was, I was enjoying the movie, for sure. I, I enjoyed a lot of things about the movie. I did, I did check my phone on time a couple of times. Yeah, I checked mine once just because it kept vibrating. But that was mostly just out of curiosity. Oh, I was looking at time. Yeah, how much I, we had left. I think I definitely enjoyed the movie more than you. I was during the movie. I was thinking like, I almost want to give this a six. I might give it a five. So those were the two I was teetering back and forth between on the as you're watching it. As I was watching it, yeah, I think I'm going to give it a five out of ten. Um, you know, it, it was it was entertaining. Um, a lot of action. A lot of music. Um, if you like. Charlize Theron, then you'll definitely enjoy this movie. Uh, I don't know. It's a spy thriller. There's some twists and stuff, but it definitely, like, nothing about it is, like, outstanding. Like, there's no singular thing I can point to in this movie that's, like, this is an excellent example of X. I thought it was edited pretty well. I thought, like, Hold the on. use of, like, There's one lighting. singular scene that I could point out that made this a better movie than... Let me guess. Please guess. Was it... Charlize. It was. It was. Okay. And. And. Sophia. Yes. Yes. All right. Uh, go there. Yeah, it was an incredible sex scene between Charlize, Charlize there and yeah. uh, Sophia, Sophia Butella. Butella. Yeah. Um, I was not expecting that. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't either. Actually, I kind of was. I thought the the trailer sort of hinted at it, but I wasn't expecting. I it. thought that was gonna be it. I thought it was just gonna be like them making out in the hall or whatever. Yeah. But then there's a full on sex scene. Yeah. <laughs> and it's yeah, fantastic. Yeah, they're two extremely attractive. I was gonna I was gonna give it a four, but that scene alone makes me push it up to a five. Oh, it's got a five. <laughs> there you go. Fives across the board. Well, just because like I'm gonna see that scene again. I don't know if I'm gonna see that movie again. Yeah, but like see that scene again. I'll I'll see it come on the HBO or something and then uh, I don't know, about 
45 minutes in, I'm going to flip to it and uh, yeah. get a couple scenes out of it. <laughs> and then you'll probably turn it right off and go watch something else. Yeah, exactly. Want. Yeah, man. I, I mean, I've said it before. Sophia Boutella. Yeah. Definitely a celebrity crush going on there. She is foxy. Yeah. She, uh, hopefully she's like an up-and-coming up star because she's good. I'm, I mean, she was uh, one of the best parts, the better parts in The Mummy. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I don't know. She was a good part. In the, the, I mean, this scene was good, but in general, it's like she was good in this movie, I think. Yeah, she was good. I mean, her 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 part was kind of small. Yeah. But she really brought a lot of... Uh, she brought a lot of goodness to this movie just by being very sexy. Yeah, on fire. On fire. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and like John Goodman was in this movie. I'm a big John Goodman fan. Yeah, it was, I mean, this is the perfect John Goodman role. Yeah, super John Goodman. You know? Yeah. Just, uh, I don't know, about 10 lines in the movie, but plays a crucial role and is pretty good at it. Yeah, the final reveal at the end is just like, yeah, yeah of course John Goodman had a secret this whole time. It's John Goodman. Yeah. He's always more than you expect him to be in these movies. Uh, do you th- was the the director had to be like American, right? Luke it, Benson. Besson. No. Luke Besson. That was not the director. Director. Luke no, Besson. No, no, no. Yes, girl. That's oh, a different movie. Like, it's, it's David Leach, I believe. Oh, yeah. You're right. Um, He's directing the next Deadpool. He's directing Deadpool too. Oh really? Yeah. How do you feel about that? Um, that'll be good. I'm sure. I mean, the so one thing the stunt work in this movie was fantastic. The fight scenes were very well choreographed. Um, they were a little outlandish with the use of um, weapons that they chose and stuff like that. But it definitely made it unique. You know, I mean, I've never seen anyone take down nine or ten policemen with a garden hose before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely interesting. So, yeah, I mean, Deadpool's going to have a lot of fight scenes and stuff, and they had in the last one, like, the cars flipping, and you're seeing the slow motion of the guys inside. He can, I'm sure, do all of that very well. So, I'm sure um, it'll be good. Yeah, a couple things that you just mentioned, uh, like, uh, I want to talk about, but... Um, it, it, it wasn't like this movie wasn't that funny, which kind of worries me. Mm-hmm. I think he, I think you wanted it to be. Uh, you want Deadpool to be funny. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's what kind of that's what kind of worries me. But um, I did laugh one time during this movie. What? And it was her shooting someone in the face. So it really wasn't funny. But for some reason, the timing made me laugh. Hmm. You know what I think it was? Was I think she? Had, it was in that stairwell fight scene where she takes on those two guys. She goes up the elevator. Yeah. The door opens. Big fight scene ensues between Charlize Theron's character and two guys, and they're punching each other and throwing each other down the stairs. And there's it's really long, bloody fight scene, and people are getting stabbed and kicked and all this stuff. Yeah, sure. And then she goes downstairs, and she's hiding around the corner with a gun that doesn't have any bullets in it. And she takes one guy out. She drops his gun, and then she starts punching on everybody and knocking guns out of their hands and stuff like that. She takes down one of the guys. There's one left, and she just picks up the gun and shoots him in the face. So it's like this super elongated <laughs> fight scenes between three of them, and then the fourth one, she's just like fucking. It's reminding me of uh, that scene from Indiana Jones, where Harrison Ford is like fighting the guy with the sword. Oh, Remember yeah, that yeah, story? Yeah. And he's sick on set, oh, and so yeah. he just takes out his gun and shoots the guy. <laughs> <laughs> Remind me of that. I think that's why I laughed. 
But other than that, not a funny movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think yeah, I mean, Deadpool is just naturally funny. I think so. He, he should be able to tackle that pretty well. Yeah, I mean, so Charlize Theron, she actually can be funny. I mean, you've seen her in uh, um, Arrested Development and stuff like. Oh, she, yeah. she definitely <laughs> plays funny. She can play funny. In this movie, she was very like dry. Oh, yeah, of, she was a spy. She like, was a spy, yeah. She's not a funny spy. No, she wasn't trying to be funny at all. So, yeah, very dry, very, like, matter-of-fact, kind of secretive, and um, she sort of narrates the movie, and this movie is her recounting. Yeah, yeah this, this story. Debriefing. Mm-hmm. Some of the things I would like to touch on were, um, like, the lighting in this movie. So I noticed a lot of, like, uh, the scenes are, like, very blue, especially at the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. They use like a blue gel or they probably just did it in post. Like just, it was very like blue, which made it seem like really cold and, and uh, sort of yeah. dark. Sure. Dark. And then there'd be like uh, the scenes with um, um, some of the scenes like in the nightclubs and stuff like that that were a little bit more like people were dancing and the music was a little more lively and they were kind of sexy. It was like of, pink. It was like pink and red. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and so like, that's like, a, those are like classic movie tricks that I feel like you don't see a lot or they're not really evident in, in movies. Are they anymore. like tricks to, uh, like sort of change t- the way you tell feel. the mood? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Right. Changing the mood. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah that, that makes sense. I, I think that was pretty prevalent. Yeah, so I, yeah, I think that was that was used well. Yeah. And some of the editing I really liked um, when they'd be talking about something and they'd like overlay two scenes. You know, like when something's going on in the recording booth and when she's recounting her story and they're like overlaying a scene of like uh, a yeah. dance club and overlaying scenes, uh, clips of like uh, the the tape spooling and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So That was editing? Yeah, that's all. A lot of good editing? Yeah, some good editing. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, so for that, you know, kudos to uh, to the editor. How about the that, uh, the, the car chase scene where there are, like, multiple cars flipping yeah. over? That was a pretty sweet scene. That was a sweet scene. That was well done. And one of the things, and I wanted to look this up because I think, you know those those black cars? They were these. They're called Lattas, which is like a, which is uh, like a, yeah. it's a Russian, like, four-wheel drive, like, it kind of looks like a shitty Volkswagen Golf. It looks like something, something from like, if you were going on a tour in Africa that you'd like yeah safari. yeah they're like very looks like a safari very tall jeep. like yeah almost like a jeep but sort of like the shape of like a car like they're they're really kind of funny looking and they're I've seen just cause I from the old Top Gear they, they yeah, actually went out and drove drove these around really like got one stuck in a swamp and stuff and I know they're really crappy cause they're built by Russians and uh that, yeah, so anyways, it's funny. I think they, from the looks of what I'm seeing online, they still make these things. But I, I thought that was cool that, like, the KGB agents were driving those. Yeah. And there's, like, multiple of them. They all look the same. They're, like, black, and they're on these tall, skinny wheels. And she's just, like, shooting the drivers in the face, and they're, like, flipping these things over yeah. and just getting crushed by trucks that are coming out of nowhere. I read an interview with the director, David Leach, um, and he, he wanted to be, like, pretty historically accurate. Mm-hmm. So like, Berlin Wall fell in eighty nine, I think. Yeah. And uh, he, he, any of the music had to be pre eighty nine, and I think he said uh, all the clothing too. They did like a bunch of research to see, uh, make sure that people were still wearing all this stuff in like, 
89. Yeah. And uh, it's probably the same thing with, with the cars. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. It seemed, yeah, that way. And I don't, there were some looking, We I just Googled Lada, and I think that kind of looks like the cop cars they were driving, doesn't it? So uh, they might yeah. have, all of these cars may have been like, like you said, very accurate to the to the time period and stuff. Would those? I mean, that's you said that's a Russian car. Would those be in Berlin though? I mean, I guess there were Russian spies everywhere. I don't. I don't know that. I feel like if uh, they would have been German cars or something. If you're a Russian spy driving around in a Russian car, then you're kind of giving yourself away, possibly. Well, I don't know if the KGB guys were meant to be. Um, Spies are not. Oh, interesting. So, uh, yes, the statistician just said that, um, brings up a good point here. <laughs> the one thing they did miss on apparently is, uh, Tom Ford makes all the sunglasses that people were wearing. Oh, really? But Tom Ford was made in 2004. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, I guess, interesting. I guess you only want to be so accurate on, on certain uh, things. Another cool thing I found is all the stunts David Leach to do like he was a stunt man if you look at all the movies he was stunt man in it's like ridiculous like corky romano oceans 11 like dude the stunts in this scene he co-directed john wick too i think i don't know i haven't seen that yet it's i want, I want weird to uh, credit on imdb but there's like three john wicks now or whatever there's two there's isn't there another one coming out uh or is the second eventually. one coming out no the second one came out the second one's out. I think yeah. the third one's probably coming. Okay, that must, must be what I'm thinking of. I didn't see the second one. How was the first one? Was uh, the first one good? Uh, the first one was pretty good. People talk about it like it's the best action movie of all time, though. Yeah, and that seems overhyped. Yeah, it's not. Okay. And I didn't even see John Wick 2. Okay. But we, I mean, we talked about this before the cast. For me, like uh, action movies, they, they need to like blow me away mm-hmm. to be highly regarded. There's like too much of them that... The genre is just diluted with mm-hmm. terrible action movies, mm-hmm. you know. Absolutely. So it's it's tough for me to. to I don't know. You you can't just have action in it and claim it's a good action movie. Yeah, I I think for any sort of a thriller movie, um, like, uh, did you think this was a thriller? I thought it was supposed to be. I don't think it's really a thriller. So there's like one of my favorite sort of spy thrillers is this movie Three Days of the Condor. I've never heard of it. Um, well, it's pretty good. And it's like a classic Robert Redford oh, movie. Redford is yeah. obviously it's good. So I read the, I read the book. I, I, went on this, I went on this binge one time. I was super into CIA books. Yeah. And I found, That's I got pretty cool. This, I got this book. Yeah, it was great. Um, and then I found out that there was a Robert Redford movie. I was like, oh, thank God Robert Redford made a movie about this. Uh, very good, but what I like about like spy thrillers usually is that the the action is sort of nonstop. This movie I kind of felt like every time they cut back to the recording room, it was like a stop. So yeah. there wasn't like this continuous like action and like what's going to happen next and all. It's like okay, we're taking a little breather here. Yeah, and then and we're gonna get back into it. Yeah, there were times that got a little slow. Yeah, I don't think they needed to do that. Like, I don't know. It certainly didn't help the pace of the movie at all. No. Well, that's what I was talking about. I definitely checked my phone a couple of times. We were just getting slow yeah. towards the, like, hour 15 mark. And I'm just like, oof, is this going <laughs> to just drag on here? Or? 
Yeah. Can we uh, get some more action out of this? I actually, I thought the movie was ending, and that it didn't end. At what point? Like, two scenes before the end. Where it uh, sort of wraps yeah, up okay. in and the then, recording room. But then she's going to go kill like that three one Three days guy. later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, wait, wait, what? Because <laughs> they aren't having a part two to this movie. But then that's important because that's when it reveal, they reveal that Charlize Theron is... American. American. Working for the CIA. Working for the CIA. Yeah. Yeah. Which is about the best you can hope for. When the movie ended, I turned to you and was like, USA, yeah. USA. Yeah. And I was pumped also. <laughs> yeah. Pulled out a win in that one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was that was a fist pump I didn't know I was going to get to do yeah. Me neither. I wasn't expecting it. I mean, the, the Americans were barely even in this. No, thing. And they still basically won. John Goodman. They still won the movie. Yeah, and then we won <laughs> America. Fuck yeah. yeah. Uh, what do you think of James McAvoy? Uh, you know what? He was good. His character was... Uh, I you know it, it, I I still am kind of confused about what exactly happened. Oh with yeah, that. we need to we actually need to discuss the fact that the plot did not really make sense. Well, okay, so I'm not the only one. <laughs> no, no. Okay. Yeah, that, and that was a big problem with the movie. Also, it's yeah, like, none of this made sense. Yeah, no, it definitely didn't. The story wasn't really well written at all. <laughs> no, there was no. I mean, there was a plot, but it was just all over the place. Yeah, it was. And some I feel list like a, and a second, satchel and a second watch isn't even going to help. I don't think. No, because they just it never just, really wrap it up or no, give you any. It just didn't make sense. Concrete like answers, yeah. except that Charlize Charlize Theron is American. Yeah, which is and great. That's John Goodman and working with John. With that's all we needed at the end. That's all I needed. That's all I needed. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. A liter. I mean, some more clarification. So on a plot would would be nice, but did you think James McAvoy was Satchel? Because I know Charlize ends up being Satchel. But wasn't James McAvoy Satchel? Wasn't that what they were getting at for like most of the movie? Until he was like about to die, and then he was like, "Oh, like oh, you've been a bad girl, or whatever." Yeah, <laughs> it's like I saw it. I saw it on the microfilm. But then wasn't she just kind of goofing when she said like, "Oh yeah, you're Satchel." Yeah, she calls him Comrade Satchel. Yeah, and then she shoots him in the face. Yeah. So if you're him, you're just like, "Wait, what? No, I'm not. You are." And then you get shot in the face. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was a weird. It was weird. And uh, he breaks the fourth wall at one point. No, he didn't. Really? Well, they show it like he did. He didn't actually. He was talking to someone. That's an, That would be an automatic uh, point drop. Yeah. Well, if, he, if that was the case. He, I didn't even he notice. He talks directly into the camera at one point, And he's explaining something. But then what? they, they go... the movie wanted? Yeah. No. <laughs> I, I, I don't remember exactly when. It was like maybe... Two thirds of the way through the movie, I don't remember saying that. It was I don't remember who he's talking to. Yeah. The movie was yeah I couldn't keep track of it the, the story, so I don't no, know. No, who's don't feel about. bad. No one can keep track of the story. Okay, like there's no possible way because it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, is there a book? It's like a graphic novel. Oh, okay. Well, and that could help. <laughs> Maybe. You never know. Yeah. Depending on the graphic novel. Uh, I saw a cool note that said, um, well, there, there's a song called Atomic by Blondie. Oh, okay. Wasn't in the, wasn't even in the movie. Oh, that's a missed opportunity. I know. Did it come out in time? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. Yeah, probably. Blondie was in the 80s, yeah, right? Yeah, I think so. Unbelievable. 
Yeah. Perfect opportunity. Okay. So they had to like that had to have been part of how they named it. That this the name of the movie is awful. The name of the movie makes it sound. I th- I think it's awful. Atomic Blonde. It's like uh, like Legally Blonde, or like yeah. I don't know. I mean, at one point they do say that this is like this is, this secret list is like atomic in nature. You know. Yeah, they said and something about it is about, about the Cold War, yeah. but they don't actually talk about nukes or atomic weapons. And it's like, oh, she's blonde. Yeah. Like, okay. That wasn't a good name. No. I, I mean, I was turned off by most of the trailers anyway. It's based on a, the graphic novel series The Coldest City, which is a way better name. Yeah. The Coldest City? That sounds super dark. Oh, actually, hold on. Does McAvoy look into the camera and be like, I fucking love Berlin. Is that the part? No, that's not even the part, but he might have done that also. I don't... Because he was like... Uh, he, he 100% looks into the camera at one point and like says some shit. And then later on, they show he's talking to someone in the movie. But at the time, that, that little clip right there, he's only talking... It seems like he's talking to the audience. He's like, it seems like things are really messed up right now. We're like, I don't know what he says, but... Yeah, no, I'm trying to remember that scene where... You know what I'm talking about? Where he's just like... Yeah, I feel like it looks right into the... about to die. No, right? that, not that one. It was like a real a little before that. Like, he's telling a story about love in Berlin as, like, another part of the story is going on. But I feel like he's oh. talking... Oh, maybe that's what I'm talking it. about. Yeah. yeah, that's probably what I'm talking about. Yeah, he turns and he's looking right into the camera. And, like, the last thing he says, he's like, I fucking love Berlin. Yeah, that is the part. That yeah. is the part. Isn't that... Isn't he actually talking to the guy he kills, though? That he stabs with the with the ice pick in the forehead. Uh, maybe. Forget who's talking to. It wasn't. It's very. I don't know. Very difficult to understand what's happening. In this <laughs> <movie>. <laughs> I don't yeah. But that that could be breaking the fourth wall there. I think. Yeah, but I don't like that. I don't like it either. I was a little thrown about. Well, it's a Deadpool thing too. Deadpool's like breaking the fourth wall with him. <laughs> Yeah, that's t- yeah. That's Deadpool though. Maybe he's just gearing up for it. It's like a thing. That's like a thing Deadpool does. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't. I don't like that. I don't like breaking the fourth wall. And... No. I definitely don't. It always reminds me of the movie Funny Games. Have you ever seen it? I never saw that. Well, he just like. At one point in the movie, just like stop, like stops the recording. Yeah. Or like he like says something to the to the camera and oh. then stops recording and goes back. Okay. Like reverses like rewinds it. Yeah. It sucks. So stupid. At one point in this movie also, Charlize is talking about film and she's like, the thing about film is like you can just burn it or some shit like that. And, and, <laughs> yeah. like, and then like the screen just sort of like dissolves <laughs> and so like <laughs> As though, like, you know, the film was caught on fire. It, it was very, like, Fight Club. Yeah. Yeah. And it was weird. It didn't really fit, because they... You can't just throw shit like that into the movie. No, you definitely can't. I mean, you're not David Fincher. No. But he definitely was trying to be a little baby Finchy with some of the... He wishes. He pulled. <laughs> he so, wishes. But again, so, like, I liked some... I liked 
what they did with some of the editing in the film. I like what they did with the lighting and the way that it helped the mood, like you mentioned. Um, I also like some of the establishing shots that they did with like the canted camera coming in at an angle and sort of establishing the shot of a big crowd and then like zooming in on the the protest, for example, was, was uh, one that yeah, I liked. also like when she's the same part of the movie where she's like running into the building. Mm-hmm. It's like a shot of the roof first and then comes down and like, yeah, there's like a cool little look at the, the ceiling, definitely like visually looked good. And then, uh, right back to the, the subject, some really fun camera work, yeah, definitely. And, I, and I'm sure they had some computer help there, but they they blended it together, you yeah, know, for sure. Um, and it, it sort of reminded me of, I remember in film class watching these like propaganda films, Russian propaganda films from way back in the day. Yeah. Um, I think they were Russian propaganda films in Cuba, like filmed by the, anyways. Like for Cuban viewers? Like for Cuban viewers, yeah. yeah. And they would do these these shots to make it look like there were a lot more people in like a parade, for example, where they'd like do these like long swooping shots where the camera's on like a, on like a cable mm-hmm. and flying over the over the crowd. And that's, that's what these shots reminded me of. So I, okay. if that's what he was going for, that's kind of cool because it's sort of like, it's a Russian style and he's, they're it's a Russian homage. spy sort of as an homage. Yeah. That's pretty interesting. So. I don't. I mean, I don't want to judge him, but I feel like it's just not that smart. That would be cool, like you said, if that's what he was going for. Yeah, I'll, I'll, like I'll give it to him, but I think yeah. it might have been coincidental. The, okay, so this guy's in, this guy's a stunt man. There are some great stunts in this movie. I don't know how many people got thrown down flights of stairs, yeah. but it was a lot. Yeah, some definitely cool stunts. The one, the, I mean, the coolest one was. Uh, the one where we already discussed where she had the guy by his neck and she jumps out the window. Yeah. That was kind of ruined by the trailers. Yeah, I saw the trailers, that. yeah. That's what they got to do, I guess. Yeah, but they... Ruined the movie. Ruined the movie. I guess the reason they used Kanye in the trailer and not Kanye in the movie is because, obviously, the, the time... Came out in 2010. Yeah. So he's that, he's, he's that worried about being accurate through the whole movie with the, with the music and then he'll just throw Kanye in the trailer? Yeah. Is that how, is that how he rolls? I guess. Well, Tom apparently Ford's. he was yeah, in the Tom Ford sunglasses. Yeah. <laughs> McAvoy's just rocking Tom Ford's from 2006 line. Those were pretty sweet sunglasses. Yeah, they're pretty cool. But I also liked how he just was at one point just rocking a sweater vest with nothing underneath. Yeah, with shirt. <laughs> yeah, that was, <laughs> that was pretty cool. Like, that was a good one. I try that. Yeah. <laughs> I thought the same thing. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. I mean, visually, this movie's pretty pretty appealing. Um, okay, how about uh, this character, the Bill Skarsgård? He's related to the other Skarsgård, right? It has to be. It's not That's, a very common name. It doesn't seem like a common name. Yeah. You know There's like four. Simple Simon. Um, but do you remember this guy's character? Where did, where did he come from? And who was he? At one point they call him Ambassador. Really? Yeah. Remember when they're in the, he's in the Volvo? When he's like, I need the keys to the car. Oh, yeah. And then they give him the car and it's a Volvo. Oh, yeah, he's and it's like, out. ooh, the fucking Volvo. <laughs> and then, because everything it's else is a lot Volvo. Yeah, but it's... It's definitely the best car in the movie just because every other car is so awful. Except for the poor, except for James McAvoy's Porsche. And yeah, like Audi at the very beginning. But they, so he's driving out and then he hands him his passport and the guard says, oh, thank you, ambassador. Yeah. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. 
thought this was like some punk kid. Yeah, from, that they just brought along. Yeah, just on the in, Eastern Bloc. Yeah. He's like a spy kind of. He like makes passports. Was he American? I, I, yeah, it, it I was guess her he was guy. He's yeah. probably American. Yeah, he was making her fake passports. But I feel like halfway through the movie, he just comes out of nowhere and he's like on this mission. Yeah, it, and then suddenly he's the fucking it, ambassador. Yeah, for just like, a second, and then I don't get it. And like making a place to get her safe. Yeah. And then, okay. Just thrown in the middle of the story. What about how he's with her when he's, like, fixing up the, um, what's that guy's spyglass and his family? Oh, and he's yeah. Getting it, and they're all, they all have to cross over from East Berlin into West Berlin. That's what they were trying to do, right? They don't super explain it. No. And I don't really know, was it the river they were trying to cross? Like, are they safe once they cross the river? I don't know. Because they didn't go was there a river the wall. Yeah, the one Where was the water? The one spyglass drowned in. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Were they trying to get across that? Because there was a bridge. They just, I don't know. I, I'm confused by this movie. But he's, so no, he, the he's, story did not make sense. He sets them up, right? On one on one end. And then she almost dies and like drowns and shit. And yeah. then she comes out the other side and she has lunch with him. Wherever <laughs> she ended up. So how did he get through? Why did they just go with him? It seemed like he had a pretty easy time of it. Yeah. Nobody's chasing him and trying to drown him. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. I don't know. This movie sort of needs the, a the lot plot, of polishing. The plot's just not there. Not there. We're not going to... We can't make it happen either. It's not going to make any sense the more we talk about it. Yeah. Um, maybe it was like a whole series of graphic novels that they tried to put it in It did say... It says the series, right? Yeah. So maybe they're just... They try to cram too much into one hour and a half movie. Um, um, got a note from our statistician here that says... Uh, Sophia Botella is come. She's gonna be in a Fahrenheit four fifty one. Oh my god! I will literally watch anything with Sophia Botella in it. Michael Shannon, too. Michael Shannon, the god. Yeah, Sophia, if you're listening, Mr. Greens, give me a call. What? Have you read four Fahrenheit four fifty one? I did. In you like did sixth grade. Really? And then we watched the. Movie. Oh, it's just a TV movie. It's like a. Or something. No, it's not TV. <laughs> why are they allowed? To win? Yeah, why it, why are they allowed to win Emmys? Oh, Michael B. TV? Jordan too. Michael B. Jordan, Michael Shannon, Sophia Vergara. This should be pretty good. Doesn't seem like a normal TV movie. I'll watch that. Absolutely. What channel? He burns. He burns the books. He's a fireman. This is the book? They burn books. Yeah. Have you read it? No. Oh. Yeah, they're, it's like in some... Hey, we're all for s- spoiling movies. Do not spoil the books. <laughs> this book has been out since like... <laughs> the 50s well, I haven't, I haven't read it, so... <laughs> okay, alright. Well, you should read it. When the movie comes out, you can spoil the movie all you want on this podcast. Okay, fair enough. But this, we're not reviewing a book here. Alright, well, anyway. Sophia... Great job. Yeah, keep it up. Keep it up. Also, she ended up being a super important character. Because she gave Charlize the, the proof that she needed yeah. to show that it was okay to kill James McAvoy. Yeah. Satchel. I keep wanting to call him McAvoy, but it's McAvoy. Yeah. Like Macklemore. Did you see Split? No. Okay. What's Split? 
uh, M. Night Shyamalan movie where he plays a guy with split personalities. Not a big M. Night Shyamalan guy. No, but it was pretty good Mm. until the end. Oh, is that the one where he's... Okay, I saw the trailers. Split personality. It looks pretty creepy. Yeah, he does a good job. Yeah. What else is he in? I feel like he's all over the place, but I can't really He's Professor X. Yeah, Professor X, that's right. Well, the only only things that I really like him in are X-Men and uh, Split... I, think I've I don't know if I've seen a lot of them otherwise. The worst movie I saw was Doctor Breaks the Fourth Wall. Yeah, I feel like he's the kind of guy that likes to break the fourth wall. The Yeah, I don't think I've seen actually a lot. I much just know him from as Professor X. Yeah, I think that's it. I don't know. I don't I don't think he was that good in this. Or he's in Sherlock Gnomes. He's gonna be in Sherlock Gnomes. Looks like it should be a. This may be the next emoji movie. Three percent on the. Is emoji movie next week? No, let's talk about next week. Let's talk about next week. <laughs> Don't turn the podcast off. It's not emoji. It's movie. not emoji movie. Um, but I will predict a one out of ten for emoji movie. Oh boy, yeah, I'm with you on that. Thanks, Actually, T.J. Miller. No, no, no. I change it. I'm predicting a zero because I'm not going to see it, <laughs> and uh, it's going to be awful. So zero percent. Zero out of ten. Emoji movie. Um, next week we're going to see Detroit. Detroit. Uh, Catherine Bigelow directed. Uh, John Boyega stars. I don't know who else, but this is one you're very excited about. Yeah, well, I've grown to love uh, Catherine Bigelow. She's put out uh, put out hits the past couple times. She's, she's a hit machine. Hurt Locker and uh, Zero Dark Thirty. Yeah. Both great. Yeah, that's true. Hurt uh, Locker's obviously Her based Locker. on a true story. Yeah. yeah. And this is too, right? Detroit, I believe. Uh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. also based on a true story. Okay. Um, looks yeah. pretty good. It looks gritty, period piece. A lot of tension. Yeah. A lot of Look like violence and race relations. Race relations, and yeah. So, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna predict a seven, seven out of ten. Okay. I think it'll be pretty good. Yeah, that's um, that's a good, that's a pretty good rating. Yeah, I, that's like movie yeah. you'd go back to, right? That's definitely a movie I go back to. I it's hard, I, it's hard for me to tell. I I've seen the trailer. I think I've only seen one version of the trailer, but I've seen it a few times. Yeah, not too many. Two or three times. Yeah, and I'm thinking back on it. It seems like, yeah, the tension's going to be good. It just seems kind of dark. Um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I, I What I'm curious about mostly is, like, how much they'll get into the character development. Because f- from what I remember from the trailers, it's a lot of, like, fire and, like, excitement. And sometimes those it's movies get lost in the shuffle. Yeah, loud noises and stuff. So... I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it yet. I'm gonna give it a, a conservative um, five out of ten and see where it goes from there. Okay. Because it could just be that they didn't ruin the storyline in the in the preview and it's gonna be a great movie. I usually really like period pieces. I really liked Hurt Locker. Zero Dark so, Thirty. I never saw Zero Dark Thirty. Oh wait. <laughs> yes, I did. You're, you're gonna no, stand I here. Did. You're gonna sit here as an American yeah, citizen. I saw Zero Dark Thirty. Yeah. Okay. Thank God. But you know what? Zero Dark Thirty came out, and at the when that came out, there were a lot of those types of movies coming out. Were they like the military movies? Um, Seal, Team, Seal the, Team Six. And no, Her Locker. Or I mean, the, the one Zero Dark the Thirty Thrones. came out, and then 
a bunch of trash tried to copy it. And, they tried to copy it, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. that's what you're thinking. I, so what I think, I actually saw a few of those subsequent movies that were kind of watering down that genre. Yeah. And I think those left a bad taste in my mouth. And I should probably circle back around and watch Zero Dark Thirty again. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I saw it with you when it, in theaters. Uh, I could be I wrong about that. I don't think so. I saw it, um, I went and saw a double feature with Zero Dark Thirty. I think it was American Hustle was the other one, possibly. Okay. But I don't think you were there. Yeah, it didn't sound familiar. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's okay. It's still a good movie. Yeah, it's still good. So, yeah, conservative 5 out of 10. I'm, I'm expecting that to go 5 up. out of 10 kind of seems crazy. Like, you gave, you predicted a 6 for Atomic Bomb. Do you think Atomic Bomb was going to be better than Detroit? We'll see. Okay. No, I, it's, it's, it's hard to compare different types of, of different like genres that. sure different yeah, genres, I get yeah. it. and this is the period pieces they have a lot to live up to it's like uh, that we saw the trailer for the Winston Churchill movie yeah and I got excited about it I love Winston Churchill but that doesn't mean that they're going to do a good job with it oh, and there have been a lot of portrayals of Winston Churchill even recently um, there's some I was watching some mini series where they have a, a really great Winston Churchill character yeah and it probably won't even live up to that so it's hard to say. Yeah, He's, I don't know. That, that seemed like long and slow, but yeah, we could revisit. Okay, <laughs> we'll talk about that. It's not currently on the schedule, but it's just uh, that was the first I'd even seen yeah. or heard of it. Yeah, I don't know. So there you have it. Uh, okay, well, seven out of ten and a five out of ten. Okay, well, we'll see you next week for Detroit. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for coming. I'm Nick Owen. I'm Michael Brown. See you later. Bye.